Hey, Business Building Warrior, this is Jim. Today, we turn on the video cameras. If you're listening on your favorite podcast app, it's another one of those episodes where you can go to the show notes and see a link to YouTube. If you want to watch on the screen, no reason to today. It's just two guys hanging out talking Amazon business. It's another proven Amazon course student who also jumped into our coaching program. He jumped in about April, and here we are in the middle of August. For the year, he sold about $100,000 at about a 24% net net, which is pretty incredible. That's the business he's built. He has a goal to sell about a quarter million this year, his first full year, quarter million, at great margins. His ROI is 60% or better on most of his items. We've taught him how to go into retail stores and find products all around him that he can sell at a great profit. Here's probably the best part of this story. He started with just $500. Now he's a numbers guy. This actually work, This guy actually works. James works in finance. He helps other businesses with their financial decisions. He follows the numbers very well. He was determined to stick with that original $500 investment. And that's exactly what he's done. He's never put another penny in. He actually bought his coaching with that money as well. He invested in coaching. So he's started with five, never put any more money in, and he's got a beautiful business that he's built. So for those of you who are maybe saying, I don't have the money to get to start an internet business or to launch an online sales business, today, James tells you exactly how he did it. Now, to be fair, to be transparent, he did leverage some 12-month zero-interest credit card. He used that a little bit for some of his inventory once he was very well established and confident that he could turn $10 into $20 over and over and over again. That's when he leveraged a little bit of credit. But it's a beautiful story. Plenty of very practical tips and strategies. This is a guy who's working full-time. I didn't mention that earlier. He's got a full-time gig. He's got a young daughter a wife who's very busy in teacher. So it's mainly just James and he's hired one assistant recently to help him. So here's a busy guy who's built a quarter million dollar business. That's his goal for this year. Anyway, he's already made a hundred of that and he's got Q4 coming up. And I think he's going to more than double the results he's had so far based on his trajectory. We'll catch up with him later and find out if that's the case, of course. But I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. He's built something incredible in his spare time. He's got lots of practical information for you. Like I said, he's also going to be jumping into our proven Q4 plan groups. We'll talk a little bit about that on the episode today. But if you go to our show notes, look for provenq4plan.com. Q, just the letter Q, then four, the single digit four plan. Provenq4plan.com. That's our fourth quarter groups, the busiest three months of the year when you can jump in with other people who are taking advantage of the busiest shopping season in world history. That's right. The busiest shopping season in world history online on the internet is coming up the last three months of the year. Get ready for it. It's not too late, even if you're brand new. James, our guest today, will be in there. A whole lot of other people from our community, hundreds, will be in there taking advantage of this season. We want to help you get ramped up and take full advantage of this crazy opportunity where you'll run out of money before you run out of stuff that you can buy and sell profitably. That's the one thing you can see coming from a mile away. But hey, let's jump over and meet James Miller. You're going to enjoy this guy. And as always, before we do, if you do me one little favor before we jump over to our guest, once this episode's done, if you enjoyed it, would you please go to whatever favorite podcast listening app you're using, or maybe it's YouTube, give us a thumbs up, write a review, a comment of some kind. Man, we love seeing those pop in. We read and pay attention to every one of them. You really help shape the trajectory of this show with your feedback. Or just drop me an email, jimcockram at gmail. All the contact information is at silentjim, J-I-M, silentjim.com. All right, let's jump over and meet James. You're going to enjoy meeting this guy. So James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jim. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. It's truly a pleasure. And I want to jump right into your story, man. Take the ball. Sure. First and foremost, once again, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for basically since January is kind of when I started Amazon. I did a little bit prior to that, some clearance item type things, but got into the replants in January and really um, kind of pushed forward with it. So that's listened about eight to, months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been good. It's obviously been a challenge. I work full time. So that's uh, first and foremost. The Amazon business is nights, weekends, any other availability that I have. Um, also have, uh, I'm married uh, since 
May of 2017. So it's been a few years with that. And we actually uh, have a young daughter who's two and a half as well. So I have yes. quite a bit going on. Yeah. What, what do you do for a living, James? I didn't catch. So I'm in the business finance industry. So I basically lend money to businesses for equipment that they might need. Gotcha. So, so you're a numbers guy. So I am. You, you're really tracking, I would imagine you're tracking the numbers on this business pretty good. That's good to hear. All right. I'm excited to dive in from a from a business finance guy's vantage point. What do you think about all this stuff so far? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Not to jump ahead. Yeah, you're fine. So back to kind of how, how I got started and prior to this business and things like that. A few years ago, I actually opened a pizzeria franchise. What's based out of Michigan. I'm from Michigan, opened it out of state, ran that for about uh, 10 years. So learned a lot about business, learned a lot about work ethic, things like that. In the beginning, put in about 100 hours a week for about three months. So not afraid to put in the time, um, understand what it takes to run a business and be successful. With that being said, obviously, every day is a learning experience. This business is no different. Every single day, I'm learning, you know, good habits, bad habits. You know, this is a good idea. This is a bad idea. So just trying to continue to grow. Want to let people know that they too can do this. It's, you know, it is a lot of work. But with the work is the reward. So if you put the time into it, you will get out of it whatever you want. If that's like you've said in the past, if it's an extra hundred dollars a week or a month, or if it's an extra, you know, thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, whatever that number is a month that you're looking for, you can do it. It's it's attainable if you put in the time and effort. So that's good. That being said, yeah, that's kind of how I prior to Amazon, obviously working full time. Now, so I do primarily nights and weekends on Amazon, doing about 25 hours a week um, okay. into it. And then I try to take Sunday off. It doesn't always you. happen, yeah. but I try to because I got to have best. a little, exactly, have to yeah. have a little bit of time to just kind of decompress. And uh, I learned that in my prior businesses where I just push and push and push. And then sooner or later, you just exhaust yourself. Yeah. So try and to take that time. It's not even so much what I found, James. See if you agree with this. The physical exhaustion is one piece. But as guys, we like to think we can power through that. I think what hits you before that is the emotional, like, what am I doing this for? Like starting to question your own sanity and you know, like the spiritual aspect almost. For me, that's what hits when I'm burning myself out, working through, plowing through Sunday, seven day a week. You do it for a while, but there's a reason that God made the world in six days and rested on the seventh, man. That's a pattern worth following. And for me, at least, do you understand the distinction there is like, it wasn't so much physically. I think like I can power through them and dude, I can do this. Yeah. But just the emotional, spiritual, the relational, you know, you Correct. start noticing like, I don't know these people under my roof. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to sacrifice something, right? If you're putting that much time and effort in, you're, you're sacrificing somewhere. If it's, you know, in your business or in your family or in your friendship relationships, or there's other factors in life as well, based on situational whatever your yeah. particular situation is, but you're giving, it's a give and take. You're going to give up something to work that much. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of, you know, let's jump off this, on this topic too much, but someone needs to hear this. You'll hear doctors often say, or, you know, people who are in the health profession one way or another, helping people stay healthy. They'll say, you're going to pay for your health. You can either establish little daily habits that are inconvenient and you pay for it that way, or you wait till you crash and burn and you pay for it that way. <laughs> either way. Yeah. You're going to pay for your health, right? That's a great way to put it. Yep. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Uh, and I'm curious too, you said a hundred hour a week for three months. There's got to be a story in there about the pizza joint. What did you learn that's carried over? Maybe some hard lessons, maybe some good lessons. It sounds like you're not doing pizza anymore. What happened? Yeah. I, I don't want to leave that little carrot dangling out there. I'm very curious as an entrepreneur. Yeah, you're good. So I was involved with the owner of the company. So he was my partner. The long and the short of it is, unfortunately, he got very sick. So he ended up passing away with cancer. Oh, I'm so so sorry. once that, yeah, it was, it was rough for a while. But once that had passed, my wife and I had a discussion. Who was, she was my girlfriend at the time. We had a discussion on our future. You know, where do we want to be? I was, I was in North Carolina. So I was, you know, 10 hours from Michigan, where I'm from. And it was just, we had a really deep conversation about what do we want in the future and where do we want to be? Both of our families are here. Family is very important to us. So we made the decision to move back. And my brother, younger brother stayed down there. And then 
over time, he we basically got out of the business is kind of the way that it went. But gotcha. to answer your question, those long hours, you learn a lot. You learn all about yourself. You learn about, you know, what am I doing this for? You know, I'm putting in all this time. What is what is the end goal? And the goal was to grow the brand and build it and, you know, have 10 plus stores and come to fruition. But it is what it is. I learned a lot of lessons about life and family and it, working hard and, you know, treating people right and growing teams. And I had a lot of people that I could trust and lean on. And that's what I want to do with this. Just continue to grow a team and, and lean on people and give them more responsibility. I was at the conference and seeing like the different stories and the different ways that you can run your own business is very inspiring. And there's so many different opportunities within this Amazon business, not even touching on anything else around it. It's exciting to see, you know, where this will go in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months. So I'm excited. That's beautiful. You're excellent at doing interviews, by the way, very articulate. It makes me wonder if uh, you've read a lot of books or something, maybe. You sound like a... <laughs> I try to read. I wouldn't say I would love to do more reading than I do, but um, just try to be aware of, you know, in the business that I'm in, finance and being around business owners and things like that, you just try to really answer the question. Don't, a lot of times people will deviate from what's asked. You know, make sure that you do that first, answer the question, and then however yeah. it goes from there, it goes. But yeah, um, that's for that reason, you and I would both make terrible politicians. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I would. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Me too, brother. The world would have to change quite a bit before I'd ever get elected to anything. Maybe local dog catcher. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I love the theme there too, tucked away in what you just said. You guys made a move away from this three-month experiment, you know, lost a good friend in business and in that tragedy, but you moved back to where family was. And and I love the flexibility of this business model because it does make those kind of things possible. Now, that's not what made you move back to family. I'm not saying that, but just that theme of this business is so flexible. I often hold up my cell phone when I'm presenting the concept and say, as long as I got this and an internet connection, I can go anywhere, guys. And having those options, it's priceless. So I think you've kind of caught a vision of that. And I love that you gave a little shout out to our community. Yeah, we just here a couple months ago had our big annual event, theprovenconference.com has the videos, or maybe by the time you're listening to this, some dates on the next event, but just the community that has blended together family and building a business so seamlessly and so beautifully. And you got a taste of that. And uh, it sounds like that's kind of the plan for the future is what I'm hearing. Like, would you like for this to take off and replace your other business? Do you plan on kind of keeping them both cohabitating for a while? What's the long-term plan here? Yeah. So the plan is just to continue to grow. I'm at the point now where I've actually brought on somebody to help source. And that's more recent. And he is a friend of my younger brother who lost his job with COVID and he's in between jobs and he has an IT background. So he's, I basically spent some time on Kipo with him and maybe three to five hours and kind of taught him the ins and outs with the product finder and reverse sourcing and things like that, that I've actually learned from my coach. I'm a coaching student, learned from Adam, who's been incredible. And we've just really clicked on a lot of cylinders and talked through a lot of different opportunities and things like that. So it's been quite a journey with him. That started April 29th was our first call. So we're a few calls four months into coaching. Okay. Yep. But uh, I've learned a lot. I, uh, with bringing the new addition onto the team, I'm kind of able to help someone to me, that means more than anything. So I can help him, you know, give him a little bit of income. Um, And then in turn, he's actually helping me grow my business as well. So it's, it's kind of a win-win situation. And then as he finds the replens through online sourcing, I'm going through them kind of with him and saying, you know, here's a winner, here's a loser, certain things like multiples and things like that, that I'm not selling now, obviously, because of the time we're in. I do all FBA. I don't do any merchant fulfilled just because I don't have a time. So I know that eventually I'm going to have to, Adam has been pushing me to kind of that more with Q4 coming up. I'm kind of staying in my wheelhouse right now. These are the things that I know and I'm just, it's growing, you know, systematically and I'm just kind of letting it, letting it grow how it should. Very well done. Yeah. This is a great story. There's a lot of directions I could go in, but I'm trying to say, okay, what's going to be most interesting for the most people who are listening rather than most interesting for me. (laughs) So (laughs) that being said, 
Uh, let's jump into your business just a little bit. You've given us a few clues. You're sure. working at part-time as you can, evenings, weekends. I was going to say who all's involved. It sounds like it's just you and this guy you've hired, right? Just the two of you yeah. pretty much carry the bulk of the weight. Are and you my doing wife, the prepping yourself then? I am. I do most of it. My wife has kind of helped out a little bit lately because it's just been, work's been crazy. So she's helped. She's a teacher. So she has the summers off. So during that, you know, nap time, we have that little break uh, from our daughter. She sleeps uh, one to four. So that's kind of our time where my wife, if I lay it all out, she'll, she'll bag it and sticker it and have it all ready so that when I come home, I can, you know, put it in the boxes and get it ready to, to be sent out. One little thing that I will tell people is if you do your own packaging and boxing and all that kind of stuff, depending on what level you're at. One thing that I learned very quickly is UPS will pick up from your house. I learned a, a valuable lesson with this. There's multiple ways that they'll pick up. Once you go into it and you create an account and everything like that, basically the ballpark figure should be about $6 per pickup. Um, and they'll pick up anywhere from one box to I've had, you know, 25 boxes. So just kind of a little little piece for people that are that are growing that don't have the time to run to UPS or maybe based on where you live, it's hard to get to. That's something that I learned very quickly that, hey, if they're going to come to my house, I can work and I can still do everything else. And when they get here, I help the guy load the truck and he's in and out and he loves it. And I always throw him a water or Gatorade or whatever he wants. And and it's been good. So that's that's helped me tremendously. You know, an hour here, an hour there, it all adds up. It really does. And, and, you know, I don't know why that triggers a thought in my head, but that's one of the benefits and values of our larger Facebook group and community overall is those kind of little basic tips that you kind of learn along the way, jumping in, you see them and you can teach them and the synergy effect of our community. Just imagine 66,000 people who each kind of have a little tip, like what James just shared with us and it's free. So maybe that's yep. a little plug for our, our Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com. If you're listening or watching, jump over there when the show's over and jump into our free Facebook group. You'll see tips like that all day, every day, just people helping each other out, ask questions, offer up your tips. And that's a good one. Have UPS come to your house. If you're doing it right, it should only cost you a few bucks. Definitely saves you a trip across town. And you're using Amazon's shipping rates too, which are great. Typically around, I think we figure around 30, 35 cents a pound or so typically is what we're paying, I think, to ship. But I don't pay attention to that part of our business quite as much as I used to. That's all being run by the people right now. But it's just, you can really move a lot of stuff pretty quick and pretty inexpensively using those rates. So it's all FBA. I want to hang out with that just a little bit. Okay. How many items are you selling? So right now, total items, I have about two, I would say 250 to 260. In stock items, I would right around 200 at any given time. Gotcha. Obviously, that list is growing weekly, monthly, it's growing. And I've had some kind of just to backtrack a little bit on that. So, when I first started with Amazon, I took even, I guess, let's take it even a step further. Prior to getting into this group, I was not a part of Facebook. I, I could care less about social media. Like, I just thought it was a platform for people to brag about nonsense. So and I and it is, the time. For the I don't have part. the time for all that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I found I did some research and I found your group through, you know, Google and different factors. And I did some research on that and said, okay, well, this is, looks like something that makes sense. So let me start a Facebook page or account or whatever it is and let me, you know, just start reading and listening to the podcast and all that. So that's kind of where I started. From there, I did a little bit of clearance items prior to January. So like an item here, an item there to learn the system with Amazon. Sure. I didn't have a seller account. I was just an individual. I didn't pay the fees. I didn't do any of that stuff. The $39.99. Yeah. Didn't you didn't really have a pro account. You had the individual Correct. account, which, which lets you, you just charge a fee per item you sell that way. You just kind yeah. of dipping your toe in the water version of selling. Yeah, exactly. So I made a decision in January. Actually, my wife and I made a decision that we were going to go, Smart. you know, let's see what this is all about. You know, let's not just dance. Let's put some time into it and see if we can really grow this and kind of see what happens. So I'm a numbers guy, right? We talked about this. So my goal was to sell at least 40 items a month, right? That way it pays for itself. It's cheaper than, you know, paying per item. 
So that's kind of where I started. And I gave myself $500 to start. So this business, people say they don't have money. They can't do it because of X, Y, and Z. My business that I'm over a hundred thousand this year started with $500. So there's no excuse. I mean, you can find $500 anywhere. If you're serious, you can do it. Yeah. That's a great point. And I would even say to kind of pile on the point you're making, if someone comes to me, which happens frequently, people will come to us and say, okay, I've only got $25,000 to start this business. Where should I put the money? What should I do? And I say, you're going to need about 500 of those dollars and you're going to leave the rest of them in the bank because you're going to start slow. You're going to buy a few things. You may not even buy anything. You may just find some things laying around the house and you're going to learn the process. Mm-hmm. lose money, make money. I don't care at this stage. Let's get five or 10 transactions through the system. You know how it works. That's going from zero to one. And then yeah. the trip from one to 100 is infinitely easier <laughs> after that, as yeah. I bet you discovered, right? Just getting through those first initial stages of, okay, I got to put tape on a box. I haven't done that in a while. You know, just, yeah. the, just all those little steps that go into it. But then after that, the stuff is everywhere. So you got up to 250 products that you're selling using our replens model. Uh, yep. Sounds like you ramped that up pretty quick. sounds like you found most of those products yourself too. I wouldn't mind spending some time on that. Like what sure. process did you go through? You go into stores, you shopping online to look for them, taking pictures of shelves. What's your process? So initially in January, what I did was after listening to the podcast and kind of reading through the Facebook posts and things like that, I said, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on one store. It's a regional store. And I'm not going to leave that store until I get to $10,000 a month in sales. Wow. A goal guy. I like it. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. So that's what I did. I literally, my business went and I have the numbers here. January was just under 4,500. February was 7,100. March was 15,400. April was 17,500. So in four months, I went from dabbling to seventeen five. And what was your margin at that point? I'm sure you probably know that spot on. Yeah. So I was in those four months, I was doing what Jimmy mentions in his replen course of targeting 40% ROI or higher. So most of them are around that 40 to 60% range. And my net net was like 18.6%. Nice. So after I paid for everything, boxes, tape, all the, anything was just under 19%. Gotcha. So not world on fire, but put money in the bank. Absolutely. So. Enough to where a numbers guy was convinced, hey, there's something here. Never mind the fact that a lot of your calculations involved buying those one-time expenses, you know, had to mm-hmm. buy a scale, don't yep. have to do that every month, had to buy a tape gun, don't have to do that every month. You know, a lot of those one-time purchases getting set up that only mm-hmm. add up to maybe $1,000 or so tops, but still that's a chunk out of your profits too. So those first few months coming in around 20%, not bad. And that was enough to tell you, hey, I want to get a coach, right? Because you said you mentioned yeah. a coach about April. Yeah. Right, so what changed once you got a coach and, and how did your process change at that point? Sure. So the coach, what Adam helped me kind of understand was, taking what I've learned in those first four months and basically critiquing it. So, okay, instead of doing 40%, go for 60% or higher. Instead of jumping on a listing that might have 15 sellers, look for a listing that has three sellers. You're going to sell more. There's less competition. Because what I'm running into, why my margin kind of dropped was because I'm on these listings that have 30 sellers and it's the race to the bottom, right? It's eventually going to go, it doesn't go to zero, but it goes where a lot of people, they don't understand the numbers in their business and they're basically selling it for cost. I know that there's no additional coupons that they're getting because this store doesn't coupon anything. So I I know that this is what the price is. So it's interesting to see because there's different business models. I am a numbers guy. So the net is what matters to me. I could care less what my sales are. So. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know what? That's too much off the topic. I'm going to keep us on that for just a second. What you just said on the uh, many sellers race to the bottom. Now mm-hmm. I would give you the exact same advice, but I do want to say just for listeners who are maybe newer to this or thinking, well, okay, he just said, don't sell if there's more than three sellers. 
I'm on some listings where there's a whole bunch more sellers than that. And we're doing great. Mm-hmm. And, we're, and several of us are doing great. And, and thing you have to keep in mind too, when you're analyzing, okay, there's a bunch of sellers is, is one of those sellers, Amazon, and they have thousands and they're just saying, no way anyone's ever going to make any money on this. Well, yeah, you can walk away from that. But if it's other sellers who only have one or two or three, and they're kind of kicking around small quantities, or you see the buy box rotating around a lot, we show you how to do that in Keepa. You can look at the data and then buy box statistics in Keepa and see like, wow, that buy box is bouncing around a lot. What we'll do sometimes is we'll stay right up there in the very high margin. You know, that'd be 12 sellers cheaper than us. And we're winning the buy box consistently because we have enough inventory in that mm-hmm. our inventory spread out across the country. Everybody sees a yep. different buy box, depending on where you live in the country, in the United States, they're all seeing a different buy box. And we may have the only unit that's close to where someone lives that's what that customer is going to see. Even though it's priced way higher, it's the one that Amazon can get on their porch tomorrow. They're going to check that box. So just as a little tip for you too, yeah, I absolutely love the advice that you got. And I know it improved your business, but there's never a cold, hard line that says, well, you never want to do this. The only never I'll give in regards to, to the FBA is avoid, if at all possible, being the lowest priced FBA seller on anything. You never want to okay. be that guy that's encouraging the race down. You want to at least match the guy above you or be slightly higher so that box rotates to you. But yeah, great yeah. point. Hey, Business Building Warriors, sorry for the quick interruption. Just wanted to make sure and remind you about our tremendous sponsor, Payoneer.com. If you need funding, up to $750,000, flexible repayment terms, no credit check, they love Amazon and Walmart sellers. They want to help you grow. Payoneer.com slash funding for 10% off the fees. Be sure to tell them we sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. You never want to okay. be that guy that's encouraging the race down. You want to at least match the guy above you or be slightly higher so that box rotates to you. But yeah, great yeah. point. So how did that advice that Adam gave you start to change your business? What happened next? Yeah. So to kind of piggyback off of what you just said too, I don't want people to think that like, oh, I, I got rid of all my products that have 30 sellers. That's not the case at all. I, I reached okay. out to Adam and I just did discuss it with him. And he, he actually said the exact same thing that you said. He said, if there's enough sales, keep your price where it is and it'll come back, which it does. It always and does. To your point as well, if you have enough units and they're spread out across the country, you're going to get that buy box. Even if you're three, four, five, 10%, 15% higher, it's eventually going to come back around. And that's, or, that's or in some I've cases, learned. significantly higher. There, I mean, we have ASINs where we are twice the price of the other FBA. Oh, wow. so they're sitting at 12, wow. 15 bucks, and we're sitting at 25 plus getting wow. sales. Because again, we have enough inventory in stock. It's worth yeah. experimenting with. Don't go buy 500 okay. units. When you say have enough inventory, just curious, when you and Adam talked about it, what does that mean? Does that mean five units? Does that mean 10? What's the... No. So so I've done five like on a lot of stuff to test, but I actually reached out to Rich Potter as well about this. Mm-hmm. And he had said, he said, you know what, send more. And a couple of other people in the, in the group, some of the other groups that I'm a member of as well and within Facebook, they said, you know, just send more. If you're selling it, if it's selling, send more and what your sales will increase. Yep. And they do. I mean, it, it's crazy. And that's when I first started, I was only sending in like two of an item, two of this, you know, two of each. And then when I literally almost doubled month over month, then that's when I said, you know, instead of sending five, let's send 15 and just let them ride. And and that's helped too. But it's, I mean, I'm still very new into this and there's so much to learn. And, you know, that's yeah. by bringing the coach on and my business paid for the coach which I didn't take anything out of our pocket. It was all self-sustaining, which has been nice to know that the business is running it. It's running itself financially. Q4, I might put some money into it to just have that extra money to buy, buy, buy and be ready for Q4. But this is my first one. So I'm excited, anxious, all the above about it uh, to see kind of what happens. Yeah. So, so you're still rolling off that original 500. You haven't pulled any other money in. I haven't put any other money in besides that. And even paid for coaching with... Yep. That's tremendous. 
Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to see your books. I bet it's a, it's a Picasso. <laughs> it could be better. Be it could, you could be probably better, teach yeah. us all a few things. Yeah. I love it. So along those lines, I'm curious as a, as a finance business, you know, thinking brain, put into perspective this business model. You've seen other businesses, you've run other businesses, you help other business owners run their businesses, much like mm-hmm. I would ask an accountant. I love asking anyone who's done accounting for say, you know, 30 or 40 years, like what business models are really rocking right now? Like, you know, what are you seeing out there? Because they can tell you that's their client base, right? And they yeah. industries rise and fall. Put this one in perspective for us, if you could, you know, using your experience. Yeah, I mean, just based on what I've seen in you know, what are we in? We're in August right now, the end of August. So what I've seen just this year, it's phenomenal. I mean, the opportunity is really whatever you want from it, you're going to get out of it, even from a number standpoint. So, you know, initially I was looking for 40% or higher, then I bumped it to 60. So with that, I don't really do any, I mean, I do a little bit, but most of my products are over 60% ROI. So now, you know, my net is just, it's 24 and a half or even higher based on the month, based on what's selling, things like that. So to have a business that's at this point is small, it's ran out of my home, but to know that this business could go 10 times what it is now, not out of my home because my wife would probably, we wouldn't be married anymore because there'd be <laughs> stuff everywhere. But, sure, but you, you know, could afford out of the proceeds of the business to have correct. a space, right? Correct. Or what some people have done, like Josh Rojas in Florida, his whole team is neighbors. Yeah. The inventory just goes to their garage. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I mean, there's so many different directions you can take. And I love his philosophy on, you know, I started this business to stay home with my family. So the last thing I want to do is take people from that. I I think that's a great philosophy. But, you know, there's other people doing it with a warehouse and things like that. So once you get into the community and you really start reaching out to people and learning and actually listening to what they say instead of just, oh, yeah, I know. I know how to do this, or I, I've been doing this longer than you, so you don't know anything. Like, just keep an open mind. If you do, you you can truly be successful with this. Whatever whatever the dollar amount is, just stay focused, you know, and and have the right mindset, and get up every day and learn and push. And the sky's the limit with what you can do. Yeah, I completely agree. I see it all day, every day. That's the, the beauty of this community. It encourages me every day. I learn new things, and I love that I'm the one that gets to to do these interviews because I get to hear these great little tidbits and strategies and get inspired, especially by new sellers. There's just something about someone who says, hey, it was just a few months ago that Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. And now look what I've got. And they're off on this trajectory. And if you play this trajectory forward, even conservatively, you know, it's not linear. It's going to be a little bit of a curve there. But even assuming a little bit of a curve over time and some, you know, economies of scale that kick in, you know, where it starts to hurt a little bit in different places, this is still two, three years from now, you've built an amazing business helping multiple families support themselves or earning more, way more money than you ever have. It's yeah. a really cool thing. And it opens up all kinds of op- other opportunities too, which not even tapping into that, but the opportunities to educate others and become a leader, maybe become a coach yourself, write a book about your experience. Just it's such a blue ocean opportunity that it's why I get so excited about it. And I feel like people get tired of hearing me say it. So I have guys on like like you to, so I can have yeah. an excuse to talk about it more, right? <laughs> because it's just so great. Uh, so no, it is. It's, well, it's so, very interesting. But and everybody has their own story, right? Oh, yeah. And there's always a unique twist. I literally can't think of an episode ever of this podcast where I've talked to one of our students and I've gone, eh, I've kind of heard that story before. There's always a new twist, a new angle. But I'm curious here. Okay, so here we are coming in towards the end of August. You've been in coaching since April. You've hit 100,000 in total sales. You're, you're creeping up on 25% net net, which is beautiful. What's the goal for this calendar year? You kind of started at the beginning of the year. So what this 12 month, period. What are you thinking? You hoping to double your hundred these last three, four Two, months? 250 is the number. 250 I, is the goal. I, told, I knew you'd have a number. That I told Adam. Yeah, I was too was conservative and I said double it. 250. And I think that's very doable actually, because we've got the fourth quarter coming up and that's not too bullish of a goal. If you can keep the inventory in, I think mm-hmm. what you're going to see come about mid-November, early mid-November is you're going to be selling out of a lot of stuff, scrambling to fill the shelves. And this is why Adam probably talked you into FBM a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm sure he's probably said this to you, James, but I'll echo it for all the other listeners. And so you're hearing it twice. 
is Amazon gets slow checking stuff in every year it happens, especially with all the COVID stuff going on right now. And companies are getting a little wacky again, which means the numbers are going to be even bigger, but stuff could get slow checking in. You can almost double whatever it is you're used to. If they check it in a week, it's going to take two or maybe even three weeks. So the time to really decide how all in you're going to go is kind of coming at us, you know, October. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's coming, <laughs> which yep. is fine. And I'm I'm almost looking at it as, um, and I had, we had a discussion this weekend, Adam and I, uh, about the multiples because I have about 50 items that I'm not selling right now that as soon as that October date hits, they're, they're going to be in, you know, on the shelves as fast as possible with Amazon. But that's kind of my date where I'm going to really focus on like, okay, getting this Q4 stuff needs to be out the door and in Amazon by that multiples date too. So that's all like compiled together. And and then as it sells, I'll replenish as fast as I can and, you know, keep my fingers crossed and Good plan. Do, just, just do what I can. That's it. But the other piece you mentioned earlier, be ready to do some FBM. Yeah. You know, if, I, if I were to stretch your, your planning, just if I was your coach, I'm not taking away from anything Adam's saying, but this goes for all of us. Now's the time to be thinking, do I want to get somebody else in place who could make a little extra money for Christmas by okay. shipping some FBM product, meaning doing my own merchant fulfill? If Amazon starts getting real slow on some of these hot items, hey, you can throw them up for sale and sell them two seconds later. A lot of the stuff, yeah. rather than waiting two, three weeks for Amazon to check it in. And your margins are actually better too, Mr. Numbers Guy. You know, FBM... You're shipping it. You can charge more for shipping than you're actually charging the customer. There's a couple of ways that you can almost double dip on your margins there and do really okay. well. And some people, you know, if you're going to do FBM, Q4 is the time to play around with it because there's nothing more exciting than going into a store and, and throwing six things in your cart, listing them before you check out and they're sold before you get to your car. <laughs> so you go home and yeah. ship them. You know, it's yeah. like, hmm, if I was doing this FBA, that could have been two or three week adventure waiting on those things to get checked in. Uh, so you got both options. So now's yeah. the time to start he's, thinking. He's been pushing and I push back and I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to. So it's more just listening to him and just and 90% of the things I do listen to, but that's one of the things that I've, I've pushed back on. And I have been pretty, and he, he keeps, well, just try, just try. You're going to want yeah. to, you're going to want to. So you're well, just I, reiterating I, that. I think for, for a guy like you, what I, what I would probably advise, and this is for anybody, you've now you've had a little taste of what it feels like to bring somebody on board. And you've probably had that moment where you're thinking, why didn't I do this sooner? But although you did it pretty fast, I have to say, and you're, you're moving it right along because you're a numbers guy. Again, you're playing a lot of wisdom by knowing the numbers. It makes it easy to make some of these decisions. But from a pure numbers perspective, I mean, if you just get that person across the street used to the idea of, hey, I'm going to have a few things for you to sell every now and then. You got to get them out quick within a day or two. But yeah, how do you feel about that? And I'll pay you hourly, you know, and get a couple people lined up. It really does open up a whole new line of opportunity for you, especially in Q4. But hey, you know what I like to do, James, is um, we've got our Q4 groups ramping up. These are the kind of topics we kick around. ProvenQ4Plan.com. I'll stick it in the show notes for the listeners, but I'm going to get you in there for free so you can kick it around with other people who I are appreciate excited that. about Am I going to do some FBM this year? Where's the opportunities? What are those hot products? It's like, hey, guys, buy as many of this as you can. Go to Walmart right now, clear the shelf. There's 60 sellers, but it's selling 400 units a day. So like, go get yeah. them. You know, that kind of stuff. They, they do that in there. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy that. Not that you have a lot of spare time, but uh, at least let you... I'm going to make some for this. For Q4, yeah. I'm going to make some extra time. Got Very some good. vacation days I haven't used and things like that. So I'll be... Oh, you're planning uh, ahead. That's beautiful. I'll be doing what I can. Yeah, yeah, to to maximize this. I mean, this is everybody talks about. This is, you know, there's some people in the community that I've heard this makes their whole year. So if I can turn that around and put put a bunch of money in the bank and be ready for next year, that's that's what I would love to do. One other thing I would say is that this isn't for everybody. But one thing I did take advantage of with my background is obviously started the business right away. The name of the business, establish it as a company right as soon as you can. The other thing I did, and this is everyone is their own person and their own, they know their own financial situation, but I did get a business credit card right away. Um, and the reason for that is to build business credit. And then obviously it's just going to, there's, there's 12 months, 0% for 12 months, things like that out there for anybody. If you are comfortable with credit cards and you're responsible and things like that, I definitely would advocate, you know, get some of that free money, use it for your inventory. You're going to get paid from Amazon faster. 
then your bill is going to be due and you can kind of just recycle that for those 12 months. That's I took advantage of that and still am. So that's kind of one of the things that I used to build my business. That's how I did do the $500 and just only the $500. So just something, it's not for everybody. I don't advocate, you know, don't go out and get a bunch of debt that you can't be responsible about. But if you are responsible, right. it's an opportunity for you to grow your business kind of organically the way that uh, Amazon lets you. And as you get paid, just be adamant about paying that off. Right. So. And and I'm fine playing in that gray area too, of using capital, using, using loans, using a credit card to grow a process that you have proven con- with consistency works. So you mm-hmm. leverage that free money to help Correct. you scale faster. And some people need to have that hard, fast Dave Ramsey rule of don't ever touch a credit card, you idiot. What are you doing? And I, a lot of people need that. But if you've got a system that 10 times in a row has proven, hey, when I put $10 in, I get $20 back and someone hands you some free money, go ahead and put some of that in. You don't, know, don't have to go all in, but it can certainly mm-hmm. help you scale faster. And that's helped you get to the level you're at more quickly. Yep. That's that's good advice. Hey, proceed with caution on credit, but there's no better use. And you know, for the believers in our audience, they're like, oh no, you can't go into debt. No, actually the Bible talks a lot about lending and borrowing and doing it with, with a good ethical, moral, Judeo-Christian ethic standpoint. So yeah, not the topic to dive off into too far, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too into it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's, there is room there and we see it happen all the time and I've leveraged it responsibly for the most part, my entire business career. I can say this, I've never gone out and got a big loan to grow my business, but I have leveraged credit cards. And, and I love those points, you know, those points, you know, no one gets wealthy oh, yeah. off points, but I don't have to pay to fly anywhere. <laughs> we put all of our inventory yeah. through a card. And every time we go to fly, it's like, whoa, we got a lot yeah. of points. <laughs> Let's use those up. Let's go somewhere. Yeah, fun, nice. right? Well, especially so. with you, such a large family, I'm sure. You need all the points you can get for everybody. Oh, I'll need all the whatever you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But all they are growing up and starting to pay some of their own bills, which is kind of fun. But that's good. Yeah, good. Well, you'll be there before you know it, man. A two and a half year old will be eighteen, and you'll be saying, "What happened? Where did yeah. the time go?" <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Everyone says it that it's true, man. It's crazy how fast they they change and grow. So I love that you're able to spend some time and you've got that as a goal to spend more time at home and you've got a home-based thing. It's not pulling you away. Imagine the pizza gig was pulling you away from home a lot, but oh yeah, doing from home. And one thing I would encourage you as a young dad too, not that you asked, but for all the other young parents too, involve, involve your young daughter as soon as you can in creative little ways, just putting stickers yeah. on all the boxes or she does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because She's downstairs just, with us those memories are burned in their brain and you're creating a little entrepreneur there. We're serving other people. You know, we want to make them happy. We're working for other families. These toys aren't for you. It's for other little girls all over the world that (laughs) are buying stuff. And that's a great, that delayed gratification lesson of like, Oh, that's not for me. I've got to work. And then I can earn one of these. Yeah. So many good lessons. Yeah. She does the bundle. So she counts, you know, one, two, three Mm. and puts them in a pile and then goes to the next one. At least so that's good. the thought process. So it works sometimes. I wouldn't say all the time. She's oh, two and a half. She's you know? got an attention span of eight minutes, right? But I mean, yeah, hey, exactly. or maybe 30 seconds sometimes, right? Yeah, but 30 seconds, still, those, yeah. those little lessons and the time spent with mom and dad, like that's better than anything she could get in the most expensive private education in the world. Time spent doing that stuff with mom and dad. Just I would beautiful. agree. Fantastic. Well, what other tips or any other strategies, anything you did, did you make some notes, have anything else you want to share, or, or we can start to wrap this one up. The ball's kind of in your court on this one. Yeah, I would just say, you know, the biggest thing is my dilemma, and I'm sure there's, you know, thousands of people, the same dilemma is just get started. You know, if it's if it's not jumping into the pro account, if it's just selling a couple of things, learning the process, just start. If this is something that you're really interested in, start. And if you don't start, you never know where it's going to go. But if you do start, who knows how great this could be? I mean, this this could change your life forever. And all it takes is you taking the first step. So that's that's kind of what I would say to everybody. And then just keep be persistent and consistent. Be consistent with your efforts. If it's you know Adam was very big on making a schedule. You know, yeah, you only have so much time, but okay, what are you going to do Monday? What are you going to do Tuesday, etc. The rest of the week, and do that every single week, whatever it is. So little things like that that will just catapult your business to the next level and. 
you know, start, watch, watch the replens. You don't need a lot of money. You can do really whatever, you know, you can start with a hundred dollars. If that's all you have, go find items, learn the process at Amazon. How do you send them in? Like, you know, how long does it take to get paid, et cetera, et cetera. Like myself included, I have to learn the FBM, you know, I've been reluctant to do it. That's on me. So that's, that's a goal that I have for myself to learn that now and, and really push that because it's going to only help me and my business going forward. So those are just a couple things. And then once again, thanks for having me. This is a, uh, it's an honor. It was great going to the conference, meeting people face to face, really having some good conversations and focusing on some new things, you know, going from, I went from an average sale price of $15 to now an average sale price of, of about $27. So I'm allowed, you know, able to sell the same amount of items, but almost double my total sales, which in turn is going to double my profit as well. Yeah. Beautiful. So you were encouraged. To, and, and that's actually a really good tip is once you're good at turning $5 bills into $10 bills, use those same skills, turn 20 mm-hmm. into 40. You know, it's, it's the same process or some people swear by, and I've had some recent conversations on this podcast with people who are out there spending an average 50, $70 buy price and turn that into $120. And like, Hey, once you're good at it and you recognize a good keep a chart and you know how to test, why not get out there and test in those higher price ranges? You can make a lot more money handling a lot fewer products. There's some real economies of scale that start to kick in there in a good way. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. There's some good things happening there as you learn these little lessons and hang out in the community. And I'm excited to yeah. see where you'll be. I, you know, you're I'm excited too. That in this, in this industry, you're, you're meticulous, you're calculated, you're following your numbers, you're following good processes. And if I were, were betting, if you continue on the same road of the same amount of effort and determination that I'm seeing now, there's no reason you won't have a multi-million dollar business within a few years, two, maybe something like that. You know, that's the trajectory you're on. If we were looking at the math and that's, that could be even conservative. If you're willing to grow your team, bring on the right people. Uh, this is exciting. This is an exciting yeah, business. You're that's, that's the biggest thing is the team. That's, that's the key. I mean, even, and I would say anybody who's listening to this, if you have a question, reach out on Facebook, you know, I, I'm not on there all the time. Cause like I said, I don't, I don't really use it. I don't have it, you know, readily available because most of the time I could care less, except when it comes to this group, if there's anything that you need, I want to help people in any way that I can. I was fortunate enough to be able to afford a coach. Not everybody is able to do that. So whatever it is, if it's, you know, you might think that it's insignificant question, but if it's something that's on your mind, reach out and whatever I can do to help this community has helped me tremendously. And I just want to reciprocate that to everybody else. So I appreciate everything. And that is a very kind offer, but I will tell you this, James, ha- having done this a while, that an offer such as that just could slam your inbox. And I will tell you that uh, the best answer is very acceptable and full of virtue is to say, hey, you know what? That would be a great question to post in the forum yeah. <laughs> in front of 66,000 people. Because I don't know if I have time for, but you know, by the time this episode runs, its course will be heard by thousands and thousands of listeners. So. Yeah. And maybe I shouldn't say that. No, no, I I love the heart behind it, but I'm just telling you, if you don't hear from James, that's why, because a lot of people listen to the show, but jump into the free Facebook group guys. And that's a good place. Any question you'd send James, I'd love to hear his answer to a few other questions too, I'm sure. But no one's, neither one of us are as smart as the 66,000 people who hang out from around the world and doing this business in a big way for years and years. So it's a good place to post just about anything you run into. But, Definitely use the community for everything. I mean, there's so many good people in the in the community. It's I don't know how you do it, how you keep all the majority of the riffraff out, but it's uh, it's pretty remarkable to see right. how everybody is within I, the group. I appreciate group. the shout out on that because it is a bit like herding cats at times, but I am working on a book that's about how to lead in a virtual community because there's okay. a lot of lessons. There, there's a lot of secret sauce in there that the world needs to know. Uh, and one of them is you do have to be pretty bold about kicking out the clowns when they when they show their true colors, and they'll go off mad and they'll say all kinds of angry, nasty things and make stuff up. But you got to be willing to do it. You can't please everybody, and you got to learn who it is you can and can't please, and and stick to the people who appreciate what it is you're all about. Uh, so serve those who are there with excellence, and those you can't serve, 
send them on their way. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Cut your losses and move on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you got to be gentle on the exterior, but have a firm spine. It's a, it's an interesting combination that's required. I appreciate you giving a shout out to that because it's not easy. I'd say for every 500 people that ask to come into our Facebook group, only maybe 200 of them are still there a couple months later. About half of them make it in. And of the half, about 50 of those 250 are going to be people who are trying to, with some kind of side agenda, oh yeah, free promotion or sell something or yeah. recruit yeah. to their big offer, you know, so they get weeded out. So it is some work. I appreciate the shout out on that. So what we end up with, instead of a group of 500,000 people where it's a free for all, it's 66,000 people who really want to be there and they're, they're there for the right reasons or they're staying very quiet if they're not there for the right reasons. <laughs> so, Which is fine too, as long as they're quiet. Perfectly right? fine. <laughs> yeah. Happy to educate them. Maybe they'll come around to the, to the light side of the force, right? Yeah, so. I would agree. All right. Well, hey, it's been great hanging out with you, James. And uh, I think I'll I'll address the listeners for just a minute as we wrap this one up. Thanks for hanging out with us. And again, like I like to say, I hope you enjoyed and benefited as much as I did today, because I certainly did. I'm just so encouraged. If if a new guy can come in with 500 bucks, a young daughter, a wife, a busy schedule, and build a $100,000 business in a few months with the goal of a quarter million for his first year at a really nice profit margin. Well, why can't you do that? There's no reason you can't. That's what we teach. That's why we share these stories. Very little money invested, put in the time and effort. This stuff works. We're here to help you out if we possibly can. Go to silentgym.com, jump into our free Facebook group. Like we talked about, we'll have a link to coaching, which James took advantage of, the link to our proven Amazon course. So you can jump in and start going through the steps there. But if all you do is sit back and listen and enjoy this episode, hey, we love you there as well. So just take your time, take in the good facts and build something. But God bless all the business building warriors who are out there. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. Another shout out to our guest, James. You did great, man. Thank you. Thanks, James. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was trying to bump it to you, but I oh, didn't do a good. good job of it. But good. and to everyone else who's hanging out there listening to us, hey, we'll have another great episode for you real soon. We'll talk to you then. Hey, before I go, one last reminder, payoneer.com a tremendous sponsor of this show, you can get 10% off your first fees by going to payoneer.com slash funding. Tell them you came from our program. They're going to take good care of you. Up to $750,000 for Amazon and Walmart sellers. Hey, if you're needing some funding with some good flexible payback terms with no credit check, you're going to love these guys. Go check them out. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.